This is the Good Things Show with myself, Brett Lindicue, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. He's a former Mr. South Africa and an all-round good guy. He dedicates most of the time, when not in the gym, to doing good things for South Africans. And usually he's wearing a lot less. We have him on the show today. It's my very good friend, John Owens. Welcome to Good Things Guy Show. Thank you so much. It's nice to come and visit here, and it's nice to see you here. Well, it's, I was just, just going to say, this is literally like your second home. You, you've been at the Jacaranda Studios often. I think I've been on almost every show. Um, I've been here with clothes on. I've been here with most of my clothes off. <laughs> uh, it's nice to sit here fully dressed. <laughs> no, I can imagine so. Um, you and and to join my show, which uh, is really cool. This is the first of a of a whole series of podcasts that we've just started at Jackaround, and it's really cool to have you as one of my first guests. Well, I'm I've, happy to drive to to Midrand. And where do you drive from? From Centurion. So I'm saying you're closer to me now, so I can come <laughs> visit more often. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll make a note of that. Um, we'll put a parking out in the front for you so that we've got a parking space reserved. Um, you were part of the Mr. South Africa fraternity. So that was a couple of years ago. I think it was 2014 that you were Mr. South Africa. What, what have you done since then? Oh, how much time have you got? Um, I think... Um, and I wouldn't say what made me a little bit different to to maybe some of the previous winners. Um, you know, everything that I did in my reigning year, um, I did because it was something that was close to my heart. So when I handed over my title to to Armand, um, you know, I, I just continued with what I was busy with. And um, sometimes a year, a year, year and a half after I, I handed over my title, people would still think that I'm the reigning purely because of the things that I do. And um, childhood cancer, you were, you were carrying on with all the oh yes, of course. Because remember, to me, it wasn't about the title. The title did assist me. Obviously, it does get hits. The hits turning when you walk in and you wear a sash. And when you are Mr. South Africa, you do get a lot of yes answers. Um, so it, it did help me a lot. But my, my passion has always been childhood cancer. So I've been I've been part of Cancer, a Little Fighters Cancer Trust, the Sunflower Fund. I'm an ambassador for the Sunflower Fund. So wherever I could get my, my hands dirty, I, I, I would. So, um, yeah, so I helped a lot with that. I've, I've emceed all their things uh, wherever. I've, I've been to the hospitals, you know, and I know the Sunflower Fund inside out to what they do and everything. And, um, you know, obviously that's my passion. What, what do the Sunflower Fund do? So the, so, so the Sunflower Fund, um, they assist in getting people on the bone marrow registry. So if, if um, a, a child or a grown-up um, does get blood cancer or, or leukemia, you, de- you need a stem cell donor to obviously um, to assist you. And our registry is, I think the registry last year for the first time was over one uh, over 100,000. Which is nothing. Which is nothing. It's and your nothing chances is one in 100,000 to get a donor. So um, over the last 10 or 15 or 20 years, all the donors, if, you, if there was a donor found, it comes from overseas. So the problem is... Um, it costs over two thousand rand to to get put onto the to the registrar of the of the bone marrow registry, and the Sunflower Fund pays for it. So you go to them and you say to them, "Look, I want to be on there." They cover all the costs and they put you on there and they keep you there. And who knows, maybe one day you can save someone's life. Look, I've worked in in many different aspects, and and I've also been lucky in, in the platforms that I've been given to go and uh, and work with various charities. And and I must say, um, organ donation, blood donation. Uh, your stem cell donation, the the amount of people that have been added to the list is minuscule yeah. in South Africa. And, and, the, and the problem is, um, what people don't understand is that um, – 
it's unfortunate just how how it's worked out that um, you can only donate to your race. So if you if if you are if if you are black, unfor- and that's unfortunately how it is. So the South African registry with with black donors is so low. You have got no idea how low it is because um, we don't know what it is um, in the black community. There's just something about blood, and uh, the registry is. And I mean, white kids, black kids, colored kids, w- they all get leukemia. So I mean, cancer doesn't choose its victims. No, you know, it goes all over. Thing. And um, yeah, so it's just sad when that parent goes to the to to the, the bone marrow registry and say, look, "Look, my child has got leukemia." And they go, "Well, geez, I've got a thousand people on you. I need at least a hundred thousand to get a, a half a chance." And I think that if you're listening right now, is a huge call to action to maybe. Press pause and go and register. You just go. You, you contact the Sunflower Fund. Um, if you want to pay it out of your own pocket, you're more than welcome to um, donate to the Sunflower Fund. But go on there, get into contact with them. They will put you on there. And it's literally, it's it's just like drawing blood. Um, they take a little test tube. Uh, it's nothing. It's really nothing. So on the same on the same lengths as, as cancer, we're going to be speaking about testicular cancer because I started the show by saying you sometimes don't wear a lot of clothing um, and it has become part of your, your thing. Uh, the beginning of every year, you run around Joburg in a Speedo. You've joined me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you skipped this year. I skipped this year because I wasn't in the country. Okay. Oh, yes, I remember. I remember. So, so yeah, the, the Daredevil run is very close to my heart because um, it's obviously a cause where, where men stand up for, for the cancers that make us unique um so and and you know what funny enough i had the conversation with someone yesterday one of my staff happened to go onto the internet and found a picture of me in a purple speedo well i i'll, I'll say this before you carry on um when when prepping for the show uh, i googled your name just to sort of get a bit more info background i need to get years and dates and things right we've been friends for too long i don't want things to to get lost um and there's a lot of photos of you yeah. in purple speedo there was actually um there, there's apparently a video also online where I did the sexy stamp in Jacaranda <laughs> and I, I promise you I've been taken out with that for, for so long. So so one of our staff members found this photo yesterday and um, she sends it to me and um, just before I arrived at the office and I arrived and I go, can we just delete this whole thing here? So she, she obviously wanted to know what what is why, why are you wearing a purple Speedo? So I had to explain it to her and you know what I said to her yesterday? It, it's just amazing how Five or ten or fifteen thousand men can run through the streets of Joburg. Some of them with big boobs, some of them with 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 ten packs. But no one looks at the other one, going, "Ooh, look at that guy." You know, some hairy ones, some unhairy ones, and we're all there for for a great cause. So we're all there for the same reason. It's 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 just one thing that I do every year, and um, you know, proud to be associated with uh, with a whole lot day devil run. I, I try to do it every year as well. Obviously, when I'm when I'm not in the country, then I don't. But um, last year, I, I got my dad to do it, and and which is. It's crazy because it's a, a five-kilometer jog slash walk. It's not yeah. really oh, Some of the guys walk, some of the guys jog. And, um, and my dad is running his 29th comrades this year. So for him to do like a jog walk, is, it feels yeah. like a little bit of a petty thing to do. Yeah. But when he heard about it, he he wanted to stand up for the cause and just and sort of spread awareness, which is something that... And the great thing now for the last two years, it's been all over South Africa, Cape Town, Durban, and all of that. So it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Look at you with all your charity work. Um, tell me a little bit about the anti-bullying campaigns. You know, something that I've realized, um, you know, getting part of a lot of causes in South Africa is um, there's a lot of children that grow up without a specific parent. But we, we found that the children that grow up without a mother seems to kind of be okay. You know, and I'm talking about boys and that. But boys that grow up with a fa- without a father figure seems to be going 
kind of going awry. Is it, that, that's that's a, a thing internationally because if if you watch a lot of movies, the the problem kids are the ones without their dads. Without their dads, because there wasn't a dad figure, um, and, and there wasn't that that person that could teach you all the basics and the principles of life. Um, I'm part of a, a charity that we we always judge their competitions called the Role Models Foundation, and what they've they found out that that I think sixty to seventy percent of boys that that grow up in informal settlements without a father turns to crime. So if there are five million kids currently without fathers in an informal settlement, you're looking at three and a half million criminals waiting to hit the street. So obviously, That's Child Protection stat. Week is 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 all about um, obviously the the rights of children, and I think every child has the right uh, to have a a role model, um, someone that they can look up to, and all of that. So obviously, um, anti bullying. Um, believe it or not, um, I was bullied um, my most of my school career. I was bullied until matric, and I'm talking about bullied as in I hated going to school. Um, literally, I had to hide after school so that I could run to my mom's car, a, a car because the the kids were waiting for me because I was different in school. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I did my sport. Um, you know, I started working at the age of 16. Um, I paid my own school fees when I was in matric. Um, so it's, I was, it's, I was it's a really, different child. You know, really, I, was, I was very different. It's really harrowing to hear um, that that you were bullied because you're this confident uh, Mr. South Africa. That's it. And, and I think for a lot of kids, if they had to hear this, like you might be going through something now, but you could perhaps get an amazing title. Now that is or that. So I'm going to uh, Wiffercrane High School to go and have a talk um, to children and then give my little story. So they specifically said to me, John, just come and talk. Don't prepare anything. I don't want to see you with a piece of paper in your hand. Come in then just tell these kids who you are, where you come tell from your story. and all of that. So, I mean, I was bullied and this whole Child Protection Week, specifically at the anti-bullying campaign, is just to to, ch- to tell children, look, you are not alone out there. There is hope. You know, it's not the end of your life. Did you know that the, the suicide rate between the age of I think 12 and 18 or 12 and 16 in South Africa is the highest in the world? I didn't. Yeah. We have the highest suicide rate in teenagers. So I think it's 12 to 18 to be classified as a teenager. So as human beings, we should be focusing on, as, as adults Do you know peers, how many children commit suicide because of, of bullying? Um, literally, and, and you don't always read in the paper about it, but um, I'm obviously connected to, to a Toys for Africa, which is part of the campaign. Um, there's a um, suicide essay that I'm also, I also know the founder of that. So obviously we get the statistics and it's, and it's amazing, you know? It's it's you know the it, ha, ha, bullying in in 2018. I left school a decade ago. It must be completely different now with social media and yep. all of these other. And you know what? Um, people don't understand. It's not always physical bullying. So it's not always the, the 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 kid getting bullied in school. A cyber bullying. Someone commenting on a photo, sending text, uh, WhatsApp messages, weird photos circulating in groups in school, and all of that. Um, you know, I, I, sport has been something that I've. I mean, I'm passionate about sport. Like sport is my life. My wife says that we can cancel our DSTV and just keep the sport channels, and I'll be happy. <laughs> So obviously in school, being bullied, I want to do sport. So who do you do sport with? The bullies. The bullies. So I had to go and play rugby outside school. I had to go and play cricket, club cricket, not in school. So I couldn't even make our fifth team in school, but I played club cricket. So it affects so many aspects of your life. And obviously we, we want to create awareness for it and just let kids know that first you speak up about it. You've got to say, I mean, I kept quiet. My mom didn't even know about it. Um, speak up about it. There, there, there are 
there are things, there are numbers to call, there are organizations in South Africa that assist you. And um, it's just nice to see the, the South African Police Service and all of that standing together this week for Child Protection Week. It's very and nice I think, to see. I think that's the message, right? Um, you need to be speaking up about it. But also, your story means that you'll get through it. And when you do, you know, look at you. Yep. You, you won Mr. South Africa. Yep. Are you still part of the Mr. South Africa fraternity? Well, I would say not necessarily the brand anymore because the brand is going through a bit of a change. Um, it's actually changing ownership. Um, so, But for the last eight or nine months, the brand has actually stood still. There hasn't really been anything happening. So we hopefully we're looking for a corporate to take it over and then take the brand. But I've been in contact with the former winner, the winner before that, because when, when I handed over my title to Armand, I said to Armand, look, you've got to understand one thing now. We, you're now part of my club. We will now start this Mr. The South Africa Club, and we are going to change a lot of things in South Africa. So I've kept in contact with him and with Habib, which is which is the guy that's just handed over his title. So obviously the three of us, we, we stick together and wherever the brand will go and whoever takes over the brand, we will just jump on that bang bang because we know we can make a difference with it. Well, and you are making a difference already and you do, I mean, we, we've spent uh, the last 12 minutes speaking about all the good things that you are doing and since leaving Mr. South Africa, you haven't stopped. It's it's a constant go at, at I must say South that Africans. I've, we've taken a bit of a, a back step. I haven't been as busy because, uh, you know, I got married just over two years ago. Um, I've got the most beautiful wife and um, I know, I see you at all the events. <laughs> um, so, so I'm very blessed with, with that. And, um, you know, we've been focusing on our careers. Um, I've actually, believe it or not, um, I'm finishing this week after 16 years with the company. I get the opportunity to take over an international company, which is... Very uh, exciting. Yes, it is. So um, I don't know how you're going to fit it in. I'm in flying, between, I'm flying in, to the UK next week, week Saturday. In between all the charity work, the gym, I've the got running around Joburg in a Speedo, I'm not sure how you're going to fit it in. I've got to, and believe it or not, when I sometimes when we add an event and someone says um, you know are we, are we going out for a drink afterwards I say hey I, I gotta get home I'm working tomorrow and they start laughing at me and they go yeah whatever what do you do so I said I'll work I've, I've got a job I've, I've actually got a Monday to Friday 8 to 5 job <laughs> and they go no I said yeah I said no Mr. South Africa doesn't pay the bills there's no money involved in it you know you do it out of the goodness of your heart so you gotta work well I'm very very thankful that you took a day off work to come and join us today on the new Good Things Guys show on Jacaranda uh, we call it the Jackpods that's the show for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week where we'll be bringing you more good things with real good people. And remember to also catch our second show, The Good Things Bulletin Reports, where you can get a quick fix on the good things happening right now. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks and only good things.